What's up, everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards, live from live from my parents' kitchen. This is season three, episode thirty-six of Joshua's Proximity. I got a lot I want to talk to you about today, man. Uh, it's been a lot going on in the NBA playoffs, of course. Uh, but before we even jump into the NBA playoffs, I just want to talk about just a couple things from this past weekend that I saw that was kind of intriguing and some that was disheartening. So to begin with, the ones that was kind of intriguing. The Cincinnati Reds threw a no-hitter, but they lost the game. And you're probably asking, if you're not a baseball fan, uh, baseball, they go by runs, hits, and errors in the scoreboard. The Cincinnati Reds didn't allow one hit the entire game that they played the Pittsburgh Pirates, I believe, and they lost the game 1-0. to zero. And then you're probably asking, Josh, if the other team didn't get a hit, how the hell did they lose the game? Bro, I have no clue, man. I think the Cincinnati Reds, they accidentally uh, either hit somebody with the pitch or they they walked somebody and they walked them all the way to home plate, man. Or it was an errant throw or something like that. But I don't, I've never seen that. They said that the last time that that happened, it's only been six times that it has happened in the Major League Baseball history. And the last time that it, it happened was back in 2008 uh, against – it was the Los Angeles Angels, I believe, if I'm correct. But I've never seen that that I can remember. In 2008, I really wasn't a huge baseball fan. I'm starting to grow now into more of a baseball – nah, I want to say savant, but a, a more knowledgeable of baseball. But you throw a no-hitter and you lose the game, you got to be a, a special type of trash, man. The Cincinnati Reds, you're awful, bro. I'm just just change it up just a little bit, going from baseball to football. Now, there are reports that Drew Brees wants to come back. I don't want to say he's come back, but he said that he is undecided with his future. And I'm going to put the uh, quote up for my viewers on YouTube. Drew Brees stated that he is undecided. He doesn't know whether he wants to coach his kids. He doesn't know if he wants to come back for NBC or to come back and play in football. Now, I'm going to say this. Drew Brees, do not pull a Brett Favre. Do not come back and play in the National Football League. The last time that millions and hundreds of millions of people watched you play in the divisional round against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you couldn't throw outside the hash. And you want me to expect after a year off of no football, a year off of no training, he may have been training on the side, but you want me to expect and believe that you can throw the football outside of the numbers, outside of the hash in today's game? No, absolutely not. Who the hell would he play for? Would he go down there and play for the Miami Dolphins if the Saints even – is his contract even up? Like, who would willingly take Drew Brees? It better not be the Carolina Panthers, I'll tell you that. Drew Brees is all-time, all-time great. I think he's a top 10 all-time quarterback. He's not top five at all. You can go look at the stats, MVP awards, Super Bowl championships, Super Bowl MVPs. He's not top five all-time. He's a top 10 national, top 10 quarterback of all time, but he's not top five. And you want me to believe at age 42, 43, or whatever, 44, that you have gotten better? Absolutely not, man. Absolutely not, man. Football or any sport in general, you get better 
as you play the game. Some things don't go away, but Drew Brees, please, for fans worldwide, do not come back and play in the National Football League. I just want to just change topics just just, just one more time. Um, I, I tell a lot of people, a lot of my homeboys, man, go and get your concealed carries if your state allows it, man. Uh, out in Buffalo, New York, New York City, uh, the five boroughs, you're not allowed to have any type of uh, firearm. But out in Buffalo, New York, man, a guy, a madman, uh, an insane, a racist, went out in Buffalo, New York, specifically went to a black store, a black grocery store, and targeted black people. Um, I don't want to put any graphics up of of the, the horrible video, man, but I will say this, that the guy that went and did his shooting, man, he had, I don't know if I can say this, but he had the N-word down on his AR-15. He also had, here's your reparations down on his AR-15 as he proceeded to take the life of, um, I believe it's 11. I don't want to miss no, guy the number. Either 11, anywhere from 11 to 13 people. I know 13 people in total was, was injured. But he, he proceeded to take the life of over five people in the grocery store, man. And I always tell people, man, if you can carry your firearm, go get your concealed carries. Go and and carry that. Go and, and go purchase a gun legally, man, because it's some crazy people out here. Now, I'm not encouraging violence. I'm not encouraging going out and, you know, be about that life. But I am encouraging self-defense. I am encouraging uh courageous activities when it's it's needed and warranted man and this is just sad man it's another situation where another white gunman is able to walk away in handcuffs but he's not he's not killed how many times now i'm not i'm not saying that the police should have or, or whatever they should have done to the white guy i'm not saying here i'm not here to debate whether somebody lives needs to be taken or anything like that but how many times have we seen black unarmed people killed? But a white, a white guy is able to go into churches, to schools, to wherever he is and murder innocent people. And he's only arrested? Come on, man. There has to be some type of some type of regulation on guns, man. Um, it was some more reports stating last year that he was actually threatening a high school that he was gonna go up and shoot it. Now, if that doesn't ring an alarm that this dude needs to, A, there doesn't need to be any firearms around this dude. He needs to get arrested. He needs to get treated to a mental asylum. I mean, what are we talking about, man? This right now, this is an epidemic. This is a, a, a pandemic in the United States of America, man. Mass shootings, bro. Mass shootings in the United States. It's not normal. It's, it's far above any other country in the entire world. You don't see it in Russia. You don't see it in England. You don't see it in uh, South Africa. You don't see it in um, uh, Egypt. You don't see it in Brazil, Mexico. You don't see this type of stuff. You might see other criminal activities, but mass shootings like this, it's, it's, it's I can't even find the words to, to, to fathom it, man. It needs to be addressed, man. Now, like I said, I'm all for, you know, the Second Amendment man holding, you know, having firearms and, and protecting yourself. But this has to get regulated, bro. 
People should not be able to walk around with semi-automatic assault rifles. Like this is this is ridiculous, man. And and, and it needs to get addressed immediately rather than later, man. So man, my thoughts and my literally my prayers are out to those people out in Buffalo, New York, man. Um and it's it's just sad, man. Oh, it is really, really sad. Man, but we're just gonna keep the ball rolling, man. Uh, let's talk NBA playoffs, man. We saw some fantastic games this past week, dating from Friday all the way to Sunday. Now, the two game sevens that we witnessed, the Bucks versus the Celtics and the Mavs versus the Suns were both really lopsided games, man, if we're just being quite frankly. Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks versus the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns. A lot of people call James Harden a perennial loser. Are we going to say the same thing about Chris Paul III? Now, Chris Paul is is an all-time, all-time great point guard. But as Pat Bev said, as Luka Doncic said, I mean, nobody's scared of the Phoenix Suns. Luka Doncic had 27 points at halftime, and the Phoenix Suns team as a whole had 27 points. When you look at what the Dallas Mavericks bring, what Luka Doncic brings, Luka Doncic automatically is a top three player in the NBA right now as we're sitting here talking. He is all-time, all-time. If you ask me, he is an all-time great already. He came into the league, that guy, and I believe he's going to continue that trajectory. If he can stay healthy, if he can just stay on his weight, he's going to be that guy for the next 10 years, man. I mean, he can get it from anywhere. He can get you with a step back three. He slithers in the lane. He's like James Harden back in his prime. He's like Mono Ginobili back in his prime, getting into the lane, hitting you with different moves, different shimmies, different finishes. Whatever you're looking for in a superstar, Luka Doncic has it, bro. He is a super, superstar, man. Somebody was trying to tell me that Trey Young is top 15 in it's not a it's not lopsided compared to Luka Doncic. The hell of it is, man. Luka Doncic is top 3. Trey Young is top 20. It, it is lopsided as as it can be, man. And um this just goes to show you that you don't want to brag too early. Now the Phoenix Suns when they was up 2-0, you know, <laughs> Chris Paul and Devin Booker laughing. Uh and like Luka Doncic, man, everybody wants to talk when they're up. What about when it's a 3-3? When it's game seven and you have to perform, you go out there and you lay an egg, man. They was down 46 points in a game seven. I've never seen that before. I've seen a lot of great game sevens, but I've never seen a team down 46 points in a game seven, bro. At, in their own spot. It's not like they was on a road. The Phoenix Suns was a 64-win team. And they get blown off the floor by 33 points, man. It was it was never close. It was eight, eight to three was as close as it got all game, bro. It's gonna be the the Mavs versus the Warriors, uh number four versus number three. The Warriors are third team in the Western Conference. Mavs are four. I can easily see this this going seven games, man. The Mavs small ball is as good as small ball as it gets. They can match up with that that death lineup. Now, I do believe if the Warriors, if they start Kevon Looney and they get him in the game and, and, and acclimate her early, I think it, it'll 
it'll put a little something to, yeah. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. I think it'll, it'll give the Mavs some problems early, man. I think the Mavs, if they don't play Boban uh, when um, Looney is in the game, I think it, it'll cause a little bit of trouble, man. But I really do believe that this is this game, this series is going seven. With that being said, man, it's hard to go against the Warriors, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Mavs in six, actually. I'm going to go Mavs in six. Nah, that don't feel right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with it. Mavs in six, man. I'm just going to go against the odds, man. This team, they're on another level. Luka Doncic is the best player remaining in the NBA playoffs as we are currently talking, man. And that's, that's, that's what I got to say about the West Conference. Let's change it over. Let's go to the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference matchup. Uh... Eastern Conference Finals matchup. It's the number one Miami Heat versus the number two Boston Celtics. These two teams, I believe, whoever wins this series has might probably the best chance remaining to win it all in the NBA playoffs. Man, when you look at the the Miami Heat, I went to go watch the the Heat versus the the Charlotte Hornets early this year with my homeboy Brandon. Shout out to Brandon Morton, um, doing big things. The Heat are legit. The Heat are legit as it gets. And like my boy Bryce was telling me, man, they're hitting on all strides right now. The Miami Heat, they have Jimmy Butler. Kyle Lowry, he's hurt, but he's going to come back, I believe. Tyler Hero, uh, Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson. Um, what's that boy name that came from uh, Indiana? He's a bucket num- as well. He comes off the bench number uh, number four. Victor Aladipo. Come on, Joshua. Duh. I mean, this team is built to win, and I really believe that they can go back to the NBA Finals, and they can win it all. But let's not sleep on Boston, man. Boston has single-handedly beat the best two. They've had the, they've had the hardest road to get here, if we're just being straight up. they had At first, they had to play against Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, who most believe are two of the best scorers to ever see the NBA uh, and then they swept them boys. Then they go down to game seven, down 3-2, and then they went two straight. They beat Giannis Antetokounmpo and the, the best player currently in the NBA. They go down there and they beat him at home, and then they come back home, and then they blow them boys out. Uh, the defending champions, this team is battle-tested, bro. So you got a, you got a battle-tested team in the Boston Celtics, and then you have uh, obviously a championship pedigree in the Miami Heat. Eric Spolstra and that whole coaching staff, man. I'm I really think this is going to go seven games. Now I said the last series it could go it could go seven games, and I picked the Mavs in six. Uh, you know I'm just going against going against the, the 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 flow of the stream and everything, but I really see this going seven games. I like the Boston Celtics, man. As I stated just not too long ago, they are the most battle tested team currently remaining in the NBA, man. Outside of obviously the Golden State Warrior they, championship pedigree, I'm just talking about in the postseason. They've beaten some outstanding teams. That first series when they swept the Nets, they are really that team, bro. And what they did to Giannis Antetokounmpo in Game Seven, holding him only to 26 points, only allowing him to eight points in the second half. This team is legit, bro. I, I like the Celtics. Ah, uh, man, I like the Celtics in seven, bro. But I could see the Boston Celtics actually winning in six games, man. 
I think the NBA Finals, we're going to see the Celtics versus the Mavs. Obviously, the Warriors, I don't want to pick them, but we can. We are going to see the Boston Celtics versus the Dallas Mavericks in the NBA Finals, man. Two young talent superstars, Luka Doncic and, and Jason Tatum, man, and it's going to be an epic performance. But those, those are my final predictions, man. You already know, man, I had to come through and, and just drop a little, a little knowledge, man. Episode 36, man, I appreciate you listening. The NFL season is slowly but surely approaching. We're going to drop some more gems in the next coming episodes, man. Joshua's Proximity, episode 36. We out, baby.